0: Today on episode 478 of the I Am Salt Lake podcast, we get a chat with one of our new friends, Jared Hooker. Jared is the founder of Hook's Rubs and Spices. Now they are, uh, this is barbecue seasonings for meats or vegetables or whatever you're throwing on the barbecue. And this was a really great conversation where Jared got to kind of share some of his story. We find out what motivated him to uh, start up the business, start blending the spices, what got him interested in barbecuing. It was a fun conversation.
1: It really was. And Jared made me actually think about food differently than anyone else has ever described it. And it's really fascinating. Now I look at food in a whole different way. Yeah. With all the different flavor profiles. And it was a really, really cool conversation. Yeah.
0: Sadly, I don't think we've ever had a barbecue on the podcast. and i Which is
1: silly because I love barbecue. Well, and I've
0: been trying to get into it. You know, we got that barbecue smoker in the backyard. And I've been trying to dabble around with it. I'm not an expert. But talking with Jared, it really made me excited to... uh, To do some more barbecuing. So we're gonna get into that here in just a minute though.
1: But before we do, let's introduce ourselves for those of you who don't know us. I'm Chrissy Hollifield. Hey
0: and I'm Chris Hollifield.
1: And if you're a longtime listener, thank you for joining us again and welcome back. If this is your first time listening, you might be wondering what it's all about. Well we're here every week with a brand new episode where we get to showcase awesome people in and around Salt Lake City, Utah. We get to talk to business owners, authors, tattoo artists, restaurant owners, breweries, distilleries, food truck owners, really anyone that might have a cool story to share.
0: All right. Like I said, Jared Hooker's on this episode. He is the founder, the face, the guy behind Hook's Rubs and Spices. This was such a great conversation. It really was fun. I enjoyed talking with him, getting to know him. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Let's get into it.
2: From Mississippi. Actually, hold so on one a second. Lot. Hold on Are one second.
0: I got to start. I didn't hit record on the other thing. I was supposed to hit record with. Oh, oh you man. didn't hit record. Party fell. Party what fell. What happened? See, this this is this is what happens when when the expert when it's the like expert you, put me in charge. you know. So we're we're, yeah. we're gonna have to start. Let's. So we're we're ready. I'll to, tell you this. We're ready. To, I apologize, Jared. I apologize. no. I'm
2: gonna tell you something. I've I've recorded podcasts before, and about about 45 minutes into the show. We realized that somebody did not hit record. <laughs> uh, and yeah, so it's sort of hard to go back and recapture 45 minutes. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm glad I got yeah. it now, though. I'm glad I got it now. Oh yeah. So you, you, we'll, we'll,
0: we'll get, it. you, I want to talk to you about it. You used to, so you used to do a podcast.
2: Uh, I, yeah, yeah, I, I, I still do a podcast. I do one with my cousin, uh, who actually designs my logo. Okay. I was going to uh, say, I labels. really
1: like your logo. Yeah. So. What's your, what's, yeah, what's, thank
0: you. what's the podcast you do?
2: It's called, it's called hashtag blackout podcast. So yeah, it's Instagram H tag blackout pod. Um, yeah. So he is, he's still in Texas and I'm here, uh, but you know, he and I are within a couple of years of each other. and uh, We grew up, you know, hanging out together all the time. So yeah, so it's, it's, I don't know, it's, it's just our funding thing that we do to, you know, try to stay connected and you know, do stuff like that. So it's
0: fun. That's that's awesome, man. And and uh, I'll have to give it a listen, but let's, I mean, let's start over there with how hooks, rubs and spices started. Like the idea, when the idea came to you, what motivated Mm -hmm. you to take it off the ground. Let's, let's start at the beginning there.
2: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, first of all, I like to say, thank you guys for having me on your show uh, you know, definitely appreciate it. Definitely, uh, you know, somebody who is new to the Salt Lake area, relatively new than a few years, you know, the Salt Lake area. It is, uh, definitely a, a, a great experience to be able to, uh, you know, be on the, Podcast of Salt Lake, like I told you earlier, uh, and really, you know, connect in a different way with people, uh, around the state that I wouldn't have had to, had, uh, otherwise. And yeah, so Hooks, shrubs St- and uh, and Spices, um, started back in Texas 2014. Uh, I'm from Houston originally. Uh, my mom and dad, uh, from, uh, Louisiana and Mississippi, respectively. And yeah, I went to, uh, college in Fort Worth at TCU, go frogs after I got married. Uh, You know, we had a couple kids. My dad, one year for Christmas, decided, hey, I want to get you a smoker for Christmas. And, you know, I could grill stuff uh, on the grill, but I was uh, not necessarily like I I was scared to destroy a bunch of meat on the smoker. Uh, We'll say it like that. But he was like, no, you're going to learn. Uh which is cool because that's the way my dad was. Uh so you know he bought me my first smoker, uh started learning, destroyed my first brisket. It was horrible shoe leather, and he let me know it, which is good, which I appreciate that too. Uh but but since you know uh, learned a lot more and during that same time I worked at a steakhouse there called Del Frisco's, uh you know, fine dining, uh, you know, prime steaks, Wagyu steaks. And, uh, and this uh, was
0: in Texas in Fort Worth? In Texas,
2: yeah, in Fort Worth, yeah, yeah. So I'd been tinkering for a long time, uh, you know, making all these random seasonings and rubs because my daughter, uh, you know, was born, uh, uh, our youngest was born with the peanut allergy and she also had a few other allergies, food allergies. And basically I looked at my pantry and I was like, man, 75% of the food in my pantry, this girl can't eat. Yeah. So what are we going to do? Uh, and she was still at a young age. I was making all of her baby food, my son's baby food. I was doing all that. So I was like, I need to tinker with like some flavorings to like make this stuff taste better than bland. Uh, so while I was doing that, still barbecuing, brought some samples of some food that I made uh, with some seasonings that I created to the chef and to like a lot of the people I work with. And I really trust and appreciate their food knowledge and their feedback because they would tell it like it is, right? So a lot of them, you know, they love to write off, uh, you know, got some, got some good, uh, feedback and the chef, uh, you know, chef Felly Anthony Felly, uh, who I really respect and love. He was like, dude, you could actually sell this. And I was like, really? He's like, yeah, yeah, you could definitely, you know, you can make this into a little business. So I was like, all right, let's try it. So that's basically how it began. Uh, and you know, uh, not long after that, you know, created the business and sort of took off, uh, and, and. You know, here we are today, what, uh, like, what, six years later, seven years later, give or take.
0: Yeah. Now, is this, it's, it's been fun. is this a full time or just kind of a little part time thing you're doing?
2: Uh, this is, this is my side job. Okay. Uh, you know, I actually have another job, but, you know, of course, as everyone, uh, you know, has their passion, yeah. uh, you know, they want this to be their job sure. at some point in time. And, and, uh, you know, honestly, my career, my, my, uh, my degree in college was broadcast journalism. Uh, you know, I did a lot of voiceover work uh A lot of commercials, a lot of random characters and things like that while I was in Texas. And, you know, so so and I wanted to be a newscaster. And, you know, when that didn't work, I did the voiceover thing, you know, while doing other stuff and, you know, sort of fell into the seasoning game because of, you know, my my daughter's food thing. And my dad basically forced me to learn how to use a smoker. And and I love it. It's it's great. You know, I have a great supportive family. Uh You know, family is definitely involved all through the process of this uh and so you know that's sort of how it started that's how we that's how we go and and that's what we do you know i love it i love it
0: do you still do anything with like voiceovers or anything like that
2: i still have an agent in dallas fort worth uh, kim dawson agency uh shout out to to kim dawson agency there so still uh you know have an agency there um i uh haven't done work in a while just because it's uh you know it's it, it, it was initially a little more difficult to do that work, uh, being separated from there. But now, with the, uh, you know, really with the the uh, uh, Zoom and and uh, Skype really coming more to the forefront, that makes life a little easier doing that. So I have some things, uh, you know, up my sleeve that I'm working on there. But uh, but you know, it's mainly work, family, and you know, slinging these spices.
0: Yeah,
1: I love it. Wow, <laughs> you're like a renaissance man. <laughs> I just I make try. my kids try. food. Who make uh, Like, okay, when you said that you made your kids baby food, you're better than like 99% of us because
2: hey, you know, none of us I'm, take I'm that kind you. of time. It, it's crazy because, you know, that's another thing. Um, you know, when my... When our kids were born, you know, we, we sort of took a different approach. You know, I was Mr. Mom at home during the day while my wife worked during the day. And my job, you know, we were open at night. So we would like basically give each other a high five and a kiss. And like, I'd be off to work when she got home from her job. And so I was like, well, if I'm going to be at home, why go spend money buying, buying Gerber baby food? I'm not like, we're not uh, bringing our kids to like a daycare. Uh, And I know how to cook. I love how to cook. So. I mean, how hard is it to make you know, like like mashed peas? It's not so so. I just took well, on for, that challenge. It's, so nice. it's,
0: it's hard. Hey <laughs> hey, you know so yeah, yeah yeah
2: yeah. That's true. Uh, hey you know hey hey. Sometimes that works. Hey, I'm 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 not gonna fault anybody for how they how they you know raise and feed their kids. Everybody does their thing, but I was like you know, there's X Y Z chemicals in this food, or there's. Other things that I can definitely just do with organic produce or, you know, fresh meat, whatever, I can blend it all up. I can make it into my own baby food, freeze it in a little ice, you know, ice cube molds and feed our, our kids and our kids loved it. And I think on top of that, I, I did this thing with my kids when they were babies called the uh what is it called? Like like the flavor zones on your tongue. And I would teach them all the different flavors zones on your tongue. Where you would taste salty, sweets, uh, you know, spicy, sour, you know, umami, all this stuff, and they and they they loved it. They would they would love to sit there and just try different things. They like, oh, I taste, you know, salty, you know, or spicy, whatever, sour. And it was cool. So, so I think I think doing that was great. And I mean it's a really good experience. If you have a chance to do that with your kids, just try to teach them like the all the different flavor sensors and receptors on your tongue and what your taste buds actually do. And they'll have a better, I, I personally think they'll have a better appreciation for food as they grow up. So
0: now, mm. I, I, I like that. It's a lot of that. I mean, you can even t- bring that into like being mindful, right? Like where you're in the moment where you were actually experiencing oh, yeah. all the, all your senses. Mm-hmm. And like you said, the different points of, uh, of your, you know, your tongue where your taste buds are.
2: Oh yeah. That is, oh yeah.
0: That's, yeah. We'll have to work on that with Lucy.
1: I don't,
2: yeah, what, if I don't you, even if know if
1: you how to, to teach her that. I'm like, I don't I'll know. Tell I like you sugar.
2: I mean, back then, I think I found a Pinterest post that talks about like the flavor zones on your tongue. Uh, uh, because I was probably like trying to look up some recipe. And I was like, ooh, this would be cool. And, and it was also like, you know, Mr. Mom at home with the kids, uh, uh, trying to find out things to do with them to like keep them entertained between naps. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was like, I was like, this would be a fun thing. And, you know, we did it, you know, uh, uh, you know, we did it every now and then, but yeah. Uh, I can, I can find and send y'all a link to that. I think it, I think, it'll yes, I think send, it would be fun. Send that, have that have over. I'd out.
0: love to, I'd love to look at that. It
1: really sounds yeah, like a sure, cool sure. activity.
0: All righty. Hey, it's that time of the podcast where we're going to talk about one of our awesome sponsors, UtahMarijuana.org. I love talking about these guys because I love talking about medical marijuana. Hey, they are your number one spot for all things medical marijuana, medical cannabis, CBD and THC. I want to give a shout out to Tim Pickett. You guys might remember him from back in episode 420. He is, uh, he's, he's the guy behind UtahMarijuana.org. He's also my awesome co-host on my other podcast, Utah on the Weeds. So if you're not listening to that, it's a good one. Get on that. Hey, UtahMarijuana.org's team of medical cannabis experts. They make getting your medical card super easy from your first office visit to navigating the state card application and beyond.
1: With over 20 compassionate and highly skilled qualified medical providers ready to help you find relief, you won't have to search for a doctor willing to recommend cannabis treatment. The patient experience team at utahmarijuana.org is dedicated to helping you get all the way through the process so you can get your medicine legally. And right now, they're offering an exclusive discount to I Am Salt Lake listeners. Just use the code GREEN25 for $25 off your first visit.
0: Take advantage of that code. Seriously, Green 25 is going to get you $25 off your first visit. So you're going to save some coin there, some change. It's some, pretty some handy. Nonny, up, man. And you're also going to support this podcast. So if you're in the North Salt Lake or Bountiful area, check this out because utahmarijuana.org has a location right next door to Wholesome Co. The address is 580 West, 100 North, number four in Bountiful. It's right there next to Costco, Wholesome Co., So depending on where you're located in the valley, depending on where you live at, depending on where you're listening to this podcast at, utahmarijuana.org has a location just for you. So isn't it time that you took control of your own health? utahmarijuana.org. Feel better. Back to your spices and rubs here. So Mm -hmm. you were told, hey, you can make some money from this. You could turn this into a business. You should start yeah making these right like yeah what what was going on i mean did you even know like the first step on how to go about that (laughs) i mean how did you know how to start putting it in i mean i know it looks simple maybe again to some but like for me i wouldn't know where to even start with that
2: yeah man i'll tell you what so uh no a no i didn't know how to start with that i knew that if I wanted to turn it into a business, I had to like basically quote unquote incorporate it or whatever you want to call sure. it. So yeah, so I got the business license, but I didn't have a name. So I was like, well, first before I get a business license, I got to come up with a name. So I had all kinds of random crazy names and, you know, consulted my mom and dad, brother and sister, family, friends, all these things. And it all boiled back down to hook, uh, which was a nickname that I had uh when I played sports and, you know, in, in high school. And so I was like, you know, that is a name that, it's easy for me to remember. It's easy to say. It's recognizable. I'll go with it. Did that, did the business license, but then I was like, all right, well, I got to come up with my flavors, right? So am I going to be just barbecue or am I going to do other stuff? You know, uh, what do I have? So I have a little, I have a big black book that I call it uh, that has, oh my gosh, probably like 70 or 80 different recipes in it. And I started creating recipes and I, and the first two that I came out were, uh, came out with were the original smoky meat rub and the original smoky meat rub burn. And it was like just a salty, sweet, you know, savory, smoky flavor, and then a hot version of that. And then, uh, and then, you know, so I sort of came with that and I was like, all right, I have to do more. And my dad, I love my dad to death. He was great. He would just basically say, Hey, you know, these are all the things you need to do. My dad was like great at like just firing off flavors, all these combinations, fruit, you know, heat, like all these different combinations. And I was like, wow, dad, thank you. Uh, I need to figure out how to do that. And basically I just went into the lab in my kitchen, if you will, creating flavors. And yeah, so I had the burn, I had the smoke your meat rub. uh, I had the mad cow. uh, I had the Java jolt, which was a coffee flavor. Uh and then I had one uh that I had I can't remember what it's called right now. I can't remember off top, but it was basically a bacon flavor. Uh so those were those were the initial flavors. Started a a uh an Indiegogo page to try to raise some funds because I basically started with like a twenty dollar budget uh and, and sort of grew from there. And yeah, it's it's it was there was a there's a whole lot of stuff I'm still learning, a whole lot of stuff I didn't know then that I know now, and a whole lot of stuff I still have yet to learn about the business, uh, and, and yeah, so it was, it was a fun way to start it. Yeah. And I, and I had a lot of, a lot of good help along the way initially. Uh, there's a, there's an organization in Fort Worth called A Wish with Wings. It's basically a, a version of, uh, what do they call that? The Make a Wish Foundation. It's, it's, ty- yeah, it's one of those type more. of things in Fort Worth. Yeah. And they had like, they had like a big, like, uh, a big catering thing that I, I, or like a big, what, golf tournament that I donated, like, I don't know, 500 samples to. And, you know, they're very supportive. Uh, the first rest, the west, the restaurant that I worked with at Steakhouse, uh, they had something downtown Fort Worth called Main Table. And basically, uh, like dozens of restaurants come together for this one event. And of course, you can't do that right now with COVID, but basically they would set up a, you know, like a mile long table down the middle of Main Street in Fort Worth, Texas. All these restaurants would have, you know, a, a, a portion of that long table. And, you know, they'd be serving like their specials and basically people could go and, uh, reserve a spot at the table and all the money went to charity. Uh, the chef there, uh, uh, did my mad cow seasoning on some grilled shrimp and mango skewers that were amazing. Uh, there were appetizers. And so, you know, that was a good, that was a good help and start, uh, and sort of validation, if you will, of, of, uh, you know, what, what I started to do.
1: Oh yeah. If they liked your spices enough to like showcase it at something that, mm-hmm. Uh, special. I should say something right there, yeah. in my opinion.
2: And, and I'll tell oh, you yeah. what, yeah, yeah. And I'll tell you what, I mean, like, I think, I think that the cost of a spot at the table went. I mean, it depended on the restaurant. I think it went anywhere between fifty dollars and like a couple hundred dollars, depending on where you sat. Uh, and you know, Fort Worth, Texas, is like oil money. It's like cattle money. You know, it's like all the all this like old money. You know, so it's like people who were people who aren't just. You know, people who are like out spending money, who uh, you know have some kind of voice in the community. So it was sort of cool to, like you said, it was sort of cool to to have them showcase my my stuff there for really for the first time.
0: So, so what brought you to Utah, man? So how, you you said you've been in Utah for what two years now, or something? How uh, how, no, long, how long you been here? It's been like five and a half oh, years. Okay, so you've uh, been here for a minute. You've been here for a minute. Then.
2: Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, my my beautiful wife uh, is from here originally, and I'll tell you what: being from Texas, being from Houston. Uh, you know, you see all the states on the map and you're like, man, where would I want to go one day? New York, Florida, <laughs> Hawaii. You know what I'm saying? Like all, like even Alaska, you're like, man, I bet that would be cool to go to Alaska, right? <laughs> but Utah, excuse me, Utah was not on the list of all places. I was like, I was like, what the heck's in Utah? Uh, so, so I said that as a kid, right? And then, uh, and then, you know, come to find out after I graduated from college in Fort Worth, uh, I, uh, you know, was set up with this girl from Utah and I was like, Really? <laughs> of all We're the like, places? Yeah, I don't know. And, right? <laughs> but no, but no, she's, she's from here originally, grew up and then, you know, she moved to Texas to teach, uh, and, and work and, um, you know, in Texas. Uh, and, you know, just randomly, lo and behold, you know, we got married and, you know, several years into our marriage, she was sort of burned out from teaching and wanted to do something else. Utah has great esthetician schools, I heard. So, uh, you know, she wanted to come here for that. Uh, and, you know, so we, we took the opportunity. Our family was still young. Uh, to come up here, uh, and yeah, for me, I sort of came kicking and screaming. To be honest, I did not want to leave home. My family was there, our friends were there, you know, our jobs and life was there, and and I was like, you know, I I why 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 come to Utah? That's like, hard. That's a
1: hard thing to leave when so, you have all of that yeah. support.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. To to her credit, you know, my wife's mom and and family still live here. Uh, you know, and and uh, you know, so they're still you know we're still close with them, obviously, uh, and I'm still close to my family at home, but. You know, whereas before her family would have to come to fly to Texas to visit, or we'd have to fly there, and my family would drive up. It's the alternative, uh, you know, way now. So yeah, Utah. Is, yeah, we're here. Well, we're th- here. no,
0: I was. Well, I was kind of curious if, if uh, like, how long you've been in Utah? I mean, you've probably been able to do some of the markets and stuff like that, the farmers' markets with your
1: spices. Kind and, of before, and yeah, everything right? shut down.
2: Yeah, yeah. So initially, we we moved to Ogden, and then uh, and then you know a couple of years ago we moved to South Jordan. And so that's when I first started to find out about the farmers market thing. I uh, went to, gone to the daybreak farmers market, which has been really good for me. And that's, you know, sort of where I, you know, cut my teeth here and spread the name more than I was just, you know, randomly online. And, it, and it's really helped out a lot because, you know, gained a lot of, gained a lot of fans, uh, you know, and, and really met a lot of people, uh, who are really good people over there and people who come from across the valley to grab a bottle, uh, and just say hello, uh, you know, which has been really fun. And that's, That's what I love to do. You know, I know the pandemic, you know, sort of held back the market this year a lot. uh, And I was only able to do it in October a couple of times. But the but the the great thing and the thing that makes me so thankful is when I was able to finally show up at the market. There are people there who like, man, I've been waiting to see you all year. You know what I'm saying? And so so it is fun to reconnect with those people and, and really great to hear from them. And, you know, the state of Utah is not known for barbecue at all. And honestly, it's so funny. Like honestly, this state is like—I I don't know—the perception that I that I got when I came here before I got here, or you know, before I, we moved here, was like, "What? What is the flavor of Utah? What food is Utah known for?" And my wife's like, "Fry sauce," and I was like, <laughs> "Oh my gosh, it's so sweet. I mean, I, I, and and you know, what, I'm gonna say this Utah. I'm gonna say this Utah. I mean, honestly, I was make I was mixing ketchup and mayonnaise when I was a kid in Texas. So I was like, <laughs> "You gotta have more than that."
1: We gotta so, step our so game I, up, man.
2: Yeah. Right. For real. So I know, I know there's like these funeral potatoes. I know there's like <laughs> some green jello. I've heard of all these random things too. Uh But, but I was like, I was like, you know, I'm, I'm really happy to see, it seems like there's more and more people in the state who are falling in love with, you know, cooking outdoor on their grill, which I know that this is a big outdoor state for hiking and camping and all that stuff. But turning that to the home, and doing it on your grill, either with like a regular grill or like a smoker uh, or just over like a fire pit. I love it. And so I love talking to people about that. And it's fun to connect with people at those farmer's markets like that. And so there's more I want to do. I'd love to do the Park Silly one. I'd love to do, uh, you know, Liberty Park and, and, you know, some of the other ones that are out there, uh, you know, but initially with job and family, the best I could do was the daybreak uh, and, you know, daybreak. But I've also had some opportunities to get into stores uh, here over the last year and change. So that's been,
0: nice. I don't know if I've ever had an opportunity to go to the daybreak farmer's market. I haven't either. Yeah, and I yeah, should. It's right
2: on, right on soda row. Uh, it's on Saturdays. I know they start, I think like after, what is that? Uh, Memorial day and go throughout the summer. Uh, this year, they actually pushed it through the end of October. That's cool. So, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's good. It's on Saturdays. That was good for me because working in, I, I came here and I was working in sales uh, and you know, it really helped me connect with people on the ground, um, uh, uh, you know, just, and learn about what people like to cook, learn about what people like to do with their flavors, learn about what they like. And I think I really saw people were starving for good flavor, you know, salt and pepper is great, you know, but you gotta have more sometimes, you know what I'm saying? So so that's what I wanted to bring with my seasonings and, and thankfully I've been able to impart that to a lot of people.
0: All right. It's that time of the podcast where we're going to talk about one of our awesome sponsors, the Salt Lake Barber Company. Hey, I love talking about getting my hair cut. I've been going to these guys for what? Gosh, it's been five, six years that I've been going to Isaac over there at the Salt Lake Barber Company.
1: You've been looking good since you've been going there. I Uh,
0: mean, you look good before, too. I love them. Hey, they are located at 10 East, 800 South, right on the corner of 8th and Main there. They offer haircuts, beard trims, straight razor shaves. Hey, they are a true community barbershop. They focus on providing the best work environment possible and allowing barbers to always provide the highest quality experience while in the chair. Hey, they do take walk-ins, but that's only if they're available. So if you want to get a guaranteed appointment, go to saltlakebarberco.com. You can select your barber, you select your time, you put it in your phone, and that way you get a guaranteed haircut. Again, it's saltlakebarberco.com. Super easy, right there online. Select a haircut, a shave, beard, trim. And uh, many thanks to the Salt Lake Barber Company for sponsoring this episode of the podcast.
1: Have you found that you've had to adjust or adapt your flavors to the Utah Taste Palette at all? Or have you been able to bring like real barbecue to us?
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I don't think I have, uh, just cause I, I think is this, it's funny because I think there's a lot of people that I met initially here that were, um, uh, they were like, you know, against anything spicy. They're like, I just need it plain. <laughs> and I was like, okay, you can have it plain, but I'll also bring something spicy. So you're going to have to try it. And there's, and then, and then to their credit, so many of those people, uh, and even many more people who like spice have come back and like, oh, I really want to get some of your Cajun Rub because it's hot. Uh, I really want your mad cow because it's spicier than just regular salt and pepper. Uh and then there's one that I that I you know will bring back originally. Uh it's actually just called the Smoky Burn. So I, I adjusted some of my original recipes and made one called the Smoky Burn. It's the hot one. It's sweet, smoky, spicy, but hot. Um, uh, sweet, smoky, savory, but hot. So I brought that and people loved it. And there's people still like saying, Hey, I want you to bring the burn back. And I'm like, I want to. It just costs a little too much for me to make it right now. So I'm not going to put it out, but I don't, I don't think I, I needed to, to really adjust that much. Uh, because I, I have right now, I have five flavors. I have three new ones coming out soon, but for the five ones that I have right now, the most popular is smoking sweetness. Sweet, smoky, savory, not spicy at all. Kid friendly. Kid friendly. Anybody who is spice averse, friendly to them. Uh, but it still brings that like that southern, you know, uh, smoky flavor. Uh, uh, a little bit of Tex-Mex mix into it if you if you're uh, you know if you know a little bit of Mexican food. Then I have the Mad Cow, which was my baby, which I, I had a lot of fun naming that. Uh, but that is a that is an homage to working in that that uh, that steakhouse where we did heavy salt and pepper. That was it. And I was like, this is cool, but we got to do more. So it's salty, peppery with the kick to it. Uh, and, you know, it's great for beef, right? Uh, and then I have um, the Fresh Catch, which I think is quickly becoming one of the more popular ones I have. I made it for seafood, great for chicken, you know, great for Italian dishes. Uh, you know, it is a very herbaceous, it's no sugar in there. Uh, uh, you know, it's it's a very good seasoning. I have the Cajun Red, which is an homage to my mom, uh, you know, being from Louisiana, and it brings all that Cajun heat, you know, a lot of cayenne pepper, you know, a lot of herbs in there, Uh, you know, so you'd love that on anything hot. Blackening season is great. And then the mo one, of, I'd say like the second most popular now with the smoking sweetness is called the Midnight. So it's a black rub, completely Black. If you look at it it probably looks like the night sky if you had a bottle of it. No kidding. Um, just like but,
1: charcoal, right? <laughs> just yeah, just yeah. I mean it's
2: yeah, it's, it's just as dark as that. Yeah. Wow. But it is it is a flavor that is a flavor that is all purpose, just like the smoke and sweetness really really family friendly. It has a little more heat to it um with some chilies that I mix into it, but it's sort of sweet. It's good on beef, it's good on everything. So, excuse me, bringing those flavors, uh excuse me, bringing those flavors to the Utah flavor palette. Uh, I've really seen that people are like, hey, I want you to bring the midnight when you come to the market. I want you to bring this. I want you to bring that. Uh, and, and, you know, just because people have told me that they'll use it on their brisket, they'll use it on, you know, on their ribeye, they'll use it on their chicken, they'll use it wherever. So, so I'm just like, okay, Utah, I see that you, I see that you're starving for flavor. When my mom comes to visit, I love, my mom is so great. She comes to visit, she's like, man, where's the food here, Jared? You, you should open up a place to like, and like sell some food. I'm like, you know, that'd be a great idea just because I think, I think the difference between what we experienced and what we, what I experienced growing up was my mom and dad could both cook. They both come from the country. They know how to cook. They, they make a variety, they made a variety of food. And, and in Texas, there's a lot of, there's a lot of chain restaurants, but there's a lot of mom and pop stores. There's a lot of like original food. And when, when originally coming to Utah, I didn't see that. I saw a lot of chains. Uh, and the, the, the best original food I got was from food trucks here. Um, and I, I know there's a lot of, uh, you know, really good restaurants that I've come to find, but it seems like there's more chains constantly popping up and not enough original flavor out there. So I think that that was one of the other things and the other reasons why I think that companies like mine are successful or, or have been, have found some type of success. We'll say that is because. I know people here are starving for more than just the regular chain flavor all the time. More than all of doing,
0: right? <laughs> I know. Oh yeah, yeah, more, more than that,
2: yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you man, I mean hey, you know you go there and get some breadsticks and endless salad, that's great, but every now and then you need some more. Yeah. Yeah. a <laughs> so, no, I...
0: little
1: little didn't, dude,
0: it looks yeah. like you can actually get your rubs and spices at a lot of the local stores here too mm-hmm. in Utah, right? So our listeners can can pick it up uh, I mean go to your website. I mean that's oh, yeah. that's great that you're in, I mean you're even an Ace Hardware in Richfield. That's great.
2: Yeah, yeah. I need to I need to update some of the stores, yeah. but uh, I know the main I know the main stores are Barbecue Pit Stop. They have several locations mm-hmm. up and down the valley and down in St. George as well. I know the store in Holiday uh, that's the location. I know Ace Hardwares, uh, there's one out in Harriman. There's one that, uh, there's an Ace Hardware and True Value up in Brigham City uh, that just, uh, you know, got their first shipment, you know, so thankful, thankful for them to spread further north. Uh, you know, Ogden, there's a couple spots. You know, there's several other places and then I am working on uh, some other places outside of the state as well. Uh, so just trying to spread, you know, spread the love. And then the other thing, I think on top of, you know, people starving for flavor, uh, I got to credit, uh, a couple of, I got to say credit, you know, and give thanks to a couple of people, you know, um, I have, uh, a really, you know, a great support system, um, you know, as far as other food companies and, you know, food makers here, one is the Cluck truck. So, you know, they're a food truck. Uh, I met them at the same, uh, commissary kitchen that I'm, uh, making the seasoning at, uh, one day and, um, yeah, you know, Phil and Gentry, so nice. You guys had them on yeah, your yeah, show a while so, back. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, they actually use the Cajun rub in their fries, uh, to make their Cajun fries as one of their specials they put on the menu. And I was so excited and like, you know, taken aback to hear that, you know, somebody as established and amazing as their truck would, you know, even think to, you know, add my seasoning. But, uh, I really appreciate them for that. And they, you know, have really, uh, uh taught me a lot, you know, in different conversations with them. Uh, you know, gotta thank Susie and Todd Bullock from Hay Grill Hay. Uh, uh, they have, you know, seasonings all over the state, but they've been good. They've been good barbecue friends. They've shown support and they've, you know, given me a lot of good feedback, uh, and help, you know, when needed. Uh, and then, uh, you know, I have some, I have some rub ambassadors somewhere in Utah. Uh, there's a guy called Sloth, Sloth Stradamus Barbecue. There's Flying Pig Barbecue. There's Smoking Big Cleasy. There's Yeti. 19, let's see, 9-11. There's Barbecue by Maisie. Uh, those people are here, uh, you know, in the state. Uh, and, uh, you know, they have all been very good friends. Kate's Meats and Meals, uh, she's been a very good friend as well. Barbecue, and, and they've taught me a lot, um, you know, uh, and they've also been able to help me spread the word, uh, you know, when otherwise I may not have had an opportunity to and, and uh, you know, go on Fox uh, to, to hang out with, uh, you know, Amanda and Jenny and Big Buddha and do a thing with them couple times, you know, so so I'm thankful to those different people who have helped me a develop flavors, b, you know, spread the word, and and c really helped me grow uh uh into other places because it's through people like that meeting Steve who own, owns the barbecue pit stop, um you know, and him coming over to sample my seasoning at some random and not a random, actually a really cool barbecue competition that I was at. Uh uh and you know, he was saying, "Hey, you know, we'd love to get you in the store." And that was like Man, you know, when when you hear somebody say something like that, especially at a place that specializes in the thing that you're trying to do, it is an eye opening experience. And you know, all I can say is I'm grateful for the to them for for just giving me you know just the opportunity to do that uh, and share that. And then seeing reorders of my reorders of my product is really where the the main validation comes in because you can put it on the shelf, but if it doesn't sell, if people don't like it, then you know you never hear from them again, right? Uh So, so yeah, so I'm really thankful to to those people for, uh, you know, for all their help uh, on top of my cousin who makes my logo, uh, my cousin Jonathan, uh, you know, I, I'm really thankful to, to all those people because they have really helped me take it from my random brain concepts and the synapses that I have that firing all firing all the time coming up with flavors to, you know, reality.
1: And it's cool because I mean, we do like I love all the supportive people that we have here and everything. But it also goes to show how you actually make such an amazing product that people are like jonesing for it, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, 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 that's cool.
2: Yeah, that's that's that that's the thing. I tell you, man, I, I'm so blessed and so thankful for that. Uh, you know, I'm thankful t- to my wife, you know who hasn't who hasn't uh, you know totally killed me yet for making the house smell like seasoning all the time. Uh, uh, but she enjoys the food. So I guess it's a good trade off, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, Way and good. Thankful to my kids and, you know, also for, for being guinea pigs to try different flavors, especially my son who will like basically try everything. So, so. That's I, lo- amazing. I love
0: the Now you were asking me earlier what's like my favorite thing to barbecue is what about you, man? What do mm-hmm. you like to barbecue? I don't think you told oh, me what man. you like to barbecue. Like, like I'm sure you got an wow. all time favorite thing you like to barbecue, right? And put some seasoning Dang. on, right? What
2: do you, that like? is, that is a, that's a loaded question. Uh-huh. Uh, so yeah, so I'll say this. So my favorite things to barbecue are ribs, brisket, chicken wings. Okay. Um, and as far as like grilling, Okay. Okay. So that, that's what I like to smoke, right? Okay. That's what I like to smoke, right? As far as grilling, I'd say my favorite steak is a New York strip. Okay. Bar none. Ooh. New York strip. It's, it's, uh, tender as a filet, as flavorful as a ribeye, but not as much fat. That's why I love it. Uh, uh, so I like to do that. Oh, man. Uh, I, I love, I mean, I grill chicken. I'd love to do salmon. Uh, those are my favorite things. But then, uh, one of my all time favorites that I love to do, I don't do it. All the time, just because all the steps that are mixed into it, we call it atomic buffalo turds. So that's basically they call them like jalapeno poppers or something like that in other oh, places. So okay. bacon wrapped jalapenos stuffed with a bunch of flavor and meat.
1: Pulled pork. What am I talking? I love pulled pork. Oh, pork shoulder.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, the list goes
2: on. Like, like so it's like, much
1: hey, good meat. That's yeah. so much stuff. Yeah, it's hard.
2: it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard to hard to pinpoint one. But so I had to give you all of them. Sorry. <laughs> See, and I
1: did. I told Chris before we got on here, prepare for me to get really hungry, and I was right.
2: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Please be hungry, and yeah, I'll, good. I'll get you. I'll get you guys some stuff in the mail, some flavors in the mail, so you guys can taste them all. Yeah.
1: Oh man, I'm excited. I want to get them for my brothers. All my brothers are really into smoking and grilling. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So, so for you guys, uh, you know, for y'all, what is your favorite thing to eat? What's your favorite like flavor combinations? You know what I'm saying? When you cook it on the grill, or even in the house, because uh, I lo- I love baking too, so. and
0: and that's the problem, mm. man. Is is I I'm not an expert when it comes to like all the rubs and the spices and stuff like that. Yeah. I I guess I should be, and 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 probably it's just because it's that Utah in me, right? Like <laughs> I'm not a, I I'm originally from California. I mean, I've lived here for over yeah, 20, okay. twenty years, so I mean, I guess I might as well say I'm from Utah. But yeah, I don't. I, I mean, where where do you begin? Where where's a good place to begin? I'm not a. I do like spicy, but not. A lot of, like, I like spicy, spicy right? Chinese food. I like spicy, mm-hmm. but not, like, a spicy burger.
1: I right? like well, spicy, like but not wings? when, my like, gums go nuts. Uh,
0: you know, I do like I some hot wings. I'm, I'm, I i mm-hmm. wouldn't say I go out of my way for hot wings, though. I probably yeah, I just you. haven't had your hot wings, you know? If you well, you know,
2: hey, I'll tell you what. You know, if you get some of the Cajun seasoning, you get... Some of the mad cow, and you throw that on some wings and you grill them or smoke them. Like, I think, I think that's a, I think the Cajun is hotter than the mad cow, but you know, that's a still like medium to, to, well, I guess it depends on your, 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 your heat tolerance, but that's like a medium to a little more than medium hot, I guess. So, you know, yeah, when, yeah. when I
0: was a kid, you were mentioning cayenne pepper. When I was a kid, every anytime I did something bad, my mom used to put cayenne pepper on like a spoon and make me eat oh, it. Oh no! and then oh, Everyone's no. a just perfectly get, good uh, seasoning. And then I would just get super <laughs> hot, and my tongue oh my, would, my tongue would burn, and then I'd have to drink water. And so maybe that's why I don't like spicy yeah. food. Man. That's,
2: that's so wild, man. But you know what? I'm gonna tell you something. <laughs> so in, I guess hey, I'll tell you that's a good thing instead of putting soap in, soap in your mouth, right? Yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah. but but you know, cayenne pepper. I know that this is like this is like one of those claims that you get from like a like a vitamin bottle, but apparently cayenne pepper is good for like you know uh, the metabolism and like you know blood flow in the heart. So your mom might have been actually doing you a good thing, and you didn't even know it, dude. Cayenne. <laughs> I get cayenne.
0: I, well, years ago, I used to get cayenne to take for headaches. It would it would open up the yeah. blood vessels in the in the brain. There you and go. And take away the headaches. And, and I all put that. I but put see? cayenne
1: in rubs that I make for topical pain creams because it brings the blood to the surface and helps it's an awesome it's crazy yeah Yeah. that is
2: crazy see so hey maybe your mom was actually she was she was doing something healthy for you while punishing you at the same time which doesn't make any sense (laughs) but it's also pretty awesome i like it that's pretty great
0: (laughs) i love that where where do you see hooks rubs and spices in five years man like where do you want to see this going in like the next three to five six years
2: Wow, yeah, that's 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 the one question that I always hate getting, whether I'm at work or yeah. doing something else, because I'm like, you know, you never know. But but I would love to see uh you know, I'd love to see our seasoning, uh, you know, the, the seasoning that represents my family uh and my my heritage. I would love to see it, you know, obviously outside of Utah, uh, you know, in definitely more states and definitely more uh definitely in more stores, like stores like Harmon's. Uh, uh like Harmons in Utah is sort of like the ATB in Texas it's sort of like a store that supports local uh you know companies but also is a big well-known store that that's uh you know stands for quality food and stuff on the shelf so in stores like Harmons but not just in Utah uh you know also in you know grocery and barbecue specialty shops uh you know ar- around the country uh in a lot of different places uh i uh, have some some things in the works that, you know, should should try to help that along a little bit. Uh, so hopefully here soon I'll be able to uh, announce that. Yeah, I, I'd like to see that as far as the product side. Uh, as far as, um, you know, other things, I have several friends here who are amazing, you know, uh, amazing barbecuers. Some are backyard guys, some, you know, cater, uh, you know, some are a little bit more than that. And, you know, so there's some of them that I definitely love to work with. You know, creating some kind of business outside of just this. I've done some catering myself. I have a concept for a food truck for my seasoning uh, and and the food that I make. I have a concept that I've you know ironed out probably like you know about eighty percent of, and I'd love to turn it into that. Uh, you know, I, I think that would be a fun thing to do, uh, and you know that's a that's a that's a step to get to eventually. I think the first step is to, you know, constantly grow into these stores, uh, potentially, you know, get into some some larger grocery store areas. Uh, and then also, you know, not only that, I mean, you know, the closest states to us, Idaho, Wyoming, Colorado, you know, Nevada, uh, Arizona, uh, you know, all these states, uh, you know, are very close. They have, you know, a lot of, you know, really cool little specialty shops there uh, and even larger a barbecue store. So I'd like to get into those, uh you know, because I think those. I think I, I believe that, you know, just like I said about the barbecue pit stop earlier, when I got validation of getting into their store on their shelf, for me, that was almost more than getting into a Harmon's because I was like, this is the place where people go for this stuff. Yeah. It's you heavy know?
1: competition. Like you exactly, to be good exactly. to get there. Yeah.
2: Exactly. Exactly. I mean, a Target, a Walmart, a Sam's, a Costco, that would be great but uh you know but but right now i think the uh i think you know getting to those types of stores getting into more and more of those uh and then also um you know also uh 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 you know spreading into um you know other parts other parts of the country across the border in canada uh, uh i have people in uh great britain who've been reaching out to try to get the product i have people in australia who've reached for the product uh uh you know and right now I don't have the capacity, uh, 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 you know, to to really ship that far uh, mm-hmm. and trust that it's going to make it there. <laughs> so, so especially the way the postal service is going right now. So, yeah. You just so need to right go on now, some vacations,
1: like vacation to different areas and just drop it off.
2: <laughs> yeah, That's, a good yeah, that's, that's what to I should go go do.
1: Just, just go to Australia, just yeah, because, right? Why not?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so. a I, right I just want to continue okay? to grow. Yeah, exactly. Right. I just want to continue to grow. You know, I want to continue to grow, continue to spread the word. You know, we we stand for food and flavor. Uh, you know, we we uh, I have something else in the works that uh, I'm going to call the uh, to feed and educate series. I'm going to do some YouTube stuff about that uh, with a little education there. Uh, and so, you know, there, there's there's some things in the works that I want to continually grow with while also growing the brand. I love it. And, and pushing the brand. So that's really yeah, cool. So I was thinking, speaking, speaking to people like you guys is helping. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, dude, I'm excited no, for you. You're fun to talk to. I am
0: to. really excited for you to watch this thing grow and see what it turns into. And, you know, I always tell people this, you know, I, Hey, you know, let's catch up and everything, you know, and, and mm-hmm. see where I always like to, Hey, where are they now? And what are they doing? But, mm-hmm. uh, well,
1: I can't wait till you oh, get yeah, food. Truck be happy Cause to I want to go eat it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, right. 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 Yes. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right.
2: Yeah. I, I have, I have a lot of, I have a lot of crazy recipes or maybe the recipes aren't that crazy i just have crazy names for them
1: that's so, even better. So, that works
2: you know so yeah so i i uh, i would love to i would love to to delve into something like that even even just a pop up if not even a full on food truck just like a pop up you know and and i have some some thoughts about that so
0: Right on. Well, we, it's that time of the podcast where we got to ask some Salt Lake City questions, some Salt okay, Lake City area questions. And now I, I, you know, and when I say Salt Lake City, I, I talk about the whole valley, the whole area, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I'm gosh, I mean, even the mountains and the, and the lakes and stuff, but
1: all, all of Utah. Yeah. All really. of Utah. So, all of Utah. Yeah.
0: You know, so say, let's say your family and friends come up and visit you from Texas, right? And they're like, show me around town. Do you have or show me around the area? Do you have a few places you like to take them to and show them? I mean, it depends. I guess it depends on time of year. If they're coming in the summer, you know, we could definitely drive up in
2: the mountains and sort of hike around there, hang out, you know, check out the beauty of the mountains up there. Uh, uh, I have, uh, you know, brought, uh, you know, several years ago, I brought my mom and dad out to the great salt Lake, which was the first time I'd gone there too. And I was like, what the heck is this? It was, it was like the weirdest and coolest thing at the same time. Um, and, and, you know, so those things, I don't ski, but my son skis. So, you know, if anybody wants to try to ski, they could go with him. I'll just sit down at the bottom and and enjoy like a hot toddy or something like that. Um, and then, uh, I'll go
1: with you. I'll send my son with your son. Yes. Right. Exactly. Right.
2: And then, uh, and then, yeah. So I think, I think those are some of the, some of the main places. And then, uh, you know, just going around downtown and just seeing, you know, like the history, like, you know, this state. Okay. So this state to other people around the country is like, you know, I mean, it's just, it's, you know, I guess the history of it is Mormonism and it's, you know, all this other stuff. And so, so, and, and, you know, obviously mountains and skiing and like those are like the main things I think that I think of when I thought of Utah. You know, I would I would go and show them that, and you know, I have shown family. I know we did. We walked around like the lights downtown one, you know, a couple of times. So, so you know, there's that those are like probably like the first few things you know we would show off, and then you know we would go back home and have a barbecue.
0: <laughs> I love yeah. That. Okay so that that leads into the next question uh favorite local eating spots. I know you mentioned some wow. of your favorite food trucks in the area or you yeah, mentioned yeah. Eight, some some favorite food trucks. Yeah yeah yeah. Uh, oh, what about favorite local wow. eating spots? I mean what about a good barbecue place? Do you it, are wow. there any good barbecue places okay. that you recommend? I yeah. don't know.
2: Yeah. So that so I haven't tried I haven't tried all of them. There's some that I that I've been told about that I want to try, but the ones that I have out of the ones that I have tried uh, uh, I'll say this my favorite is Five Star Barbecue, which is down in Orem. I went there uh, with with uh, Italo Sanchez. He actually did some of the photography for my for my for my products. Okay. So I went there with him. Uh, you know, he's a good friend of mine, and it was like the first barbecue place that I had here that reminded me of Texas barbecue. So it's a little old white house that they that they throw down some good barbecue. And so Five Star Barbecue, uh, then Sean's Smokehouse. Or a smokehouse, I guess, depends on who, who pronounces it. Uh, it's over in Saratoga Springs. Uh, he's a buddy of mine. Uh, and then Benji's barbecue, which is, uh, I know Benji, uh, you know, he's a brother from Georgia who opened a spot here and it's over off of like, I think it's off of like 3300 South, um, mm. uh, over by that, by the movie theater over there. Um, so yeah, so those are, those are like my favorite places, uh, okay. you know, here locally, not, not counting the food trucks, which, Uh, you know, cluck truck, obviously always showing love to them. And I liked their food before I met them, uh, you know, just happened to run into them and meet them, uh, you know, at an off chance. So, uh, you know, those are some of the favorites, um,
0: so cool! Yeah, I'm trying to
2: think.
1: I'm excited because I haven't been to any of those barbecue places. Yeah, I know that's totally and that's the thing, them.
0: Jared. Is I mean, we got listeners that are just they're at the seat of their pants and they're just waiting to write those damn man. They're
1: like, "All right, I'm going to go check out Benji's yeah. now. I'm going to go check out this <laughs> place. You know, <laughs> go, like, go Who's check the it closest out closest and I can go to right now. Go yeah. check
2: it out. Show love. Tell them. Tell them that Hooks are up sent you. Uh, you know, I. I appreciate, I met, I haven't met the owners of Five Star yet, but, you know, I know and met Sean, Uh, you know, I, uh you know, know and met Benji, you know, some good, some really good dudes, um, you know, with really good stories and really good, uh you know, purpose and cause behind why they're doing what they're doing, you know, which is, which is, you know, always a thing that I, I think I've always had at the heart of me, you know, like, like, I'll, I'll, you know, look at these people, you know, meet these people, learn their story, learn what they're about. And I'm like, Dude, you know, we're from two totally different places, but I can see where your heart is just by talking to you for five minutes. Yeah, it's you know?
1: awesome. It's nice to see the why behind what people are doing. It's uh,
2: oh, yeah, really cool. yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. And, and on that note, oh, man, I forgot to say it. Uh, I know that Utah Food Bank, uh, you know, just this week had their, uh, you know, big pickup, you know, drop off donation thing. Uh, that's another thing I've been trying to reach out to them to try to find a way to work with them because there's some other charities I've been involved with here. Uh, uh, and I really want to get involved with the Utah Food Bank, not only given time, uh, you know, with sorting and, and food and donating food, but, you know, also on on anything else that they may have, uh, you know, uh, in the works uh, as far as reaching out to community. So I'm trying to work on that, you know, and bring my barbecue friends along with it. I don't it, know how you
0: have time to sleep. Yeah. What do you awesome. find? I, I only have 24 hours in I a know. day. Last I checked, in. I don't know.
2: You know, hey, you know, I, got, I have a great family. Uh, my wife and I are, are sort of weird because we're sort of like night owls, so we could stay up, you know, very late. My wife loves to read, so, you know, uh, there's times where she'll read for hours on end, and I'll even wake up in the morning she'll be like, I just went to bed. I'm like, what? <laughs> uh, you know, and me, myself, you know, I, I can stay up all night researching you know, watching videos, writing recipes, making bottles of seasoning, you know, all this stuff uh, and, you know, still waking up early the next day to make breakfast for the family. So I think I don't know, man, I, I've I've I don't know where we find time to sleep, but we get enough rest. You know, don't don't tell my mom because she'll she'll say uh, she'll say, even though she'll listen to this, uh, she'll say, <laughs> you need to go to sleep. You need to get some rest. And I'm like, yeah, I do. But when I wake up, when I see the sunshine, when I wake up or before the sun's up, I'm awake. I got to get to work. I got to move. I got to do stuff. Until it's time to go to sleep.
0: Again. I love your motivation and your energy, man. A yeah. lot of yeah. us can learn from that, you know? A lot of us can learn from that, you know?
2: Yeah, but then then you're tired. You you learn it and then you're tired and you're like, man, as I, as 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 I shouldn't have learned Being any of that.
1: lazy
0: is so much easier. <laughs> but
2: right?
0: doesn't doesn't taste as good. Dude, what no, you're right. I, I'm so glad I reached out to you and I'm so glad you mm-hmm. did this podcast Same. with us. Uh, I yeah. mean how can listeners what's the best way for listeners to like connect with you or or Find more about your spices, buy some of your rubs and spices. What's all that info, man?
2: Yeah, so I've I've listed some of the places. I've already said some of the places locally. Uh, You know, they could go. They can always go on to hooksrub.com, H-O-O-K-S-R-U-B.com, and check out. uh, There's links to buy our stuff online, also, like where to find us in stores. Uh, I'm randomly putting up recipes and I think I just figured out how to, how to add, uh, you know, my YouTube videos, uh, you know, cause I have a YouTube channel and I do some random stuff on there, unboxing and whatnot. Um, so yeah, so, so just reach out to me on Instagram at hooks, spice rubs, uh, or Twitter or Facebook hooks, R- hooks, rubs and spices, shoot an email info at hooksrub.com. Uh, you know, definitely, uh, you know, definitely, uh, you know, hit us up and, and, uh, you know, really um, ask questions. I have random people ask me questions, like some random person, uh, you know, called and I couldn't pick it up because I was at work, but he called and he texted me after that and was like, hey, uh, I need to know where I can find this certain barbecue sauce. And I was like, well, you could find it at that same place that I sell my seasoning, uh, you know, such and such. So yeah, you know, shoot me, a, shoot me a message, you know, uh, uh, however you want. Uh, it's perfectly fine. And Yeah, that's the best way to reach out. Uh, You know, Instagram's the easiest, but, you know, going to the website, going to shoot us an email, uh, you know, is the best, best way. And like I said, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this real quick. Sure. Yeah. My mom and dad, I give them credit for teaching me, my brother and sister, how to cook, right? My brother is a much better barbecuer than I am. This dude can throw down. Right now he's doing like this crazy, like all meat diet and he- Is it's amazing because he's like lost a ton of weight and he's like all muscle and all meat. I love it. It's great. My brother's, my brother's great. He's in California. My sister, she owns a company called Sweet November desserts in Texas. She is like an amazing baker. Right. I have to say, I take a lot of inspiration from those four people, my mom, dad, my brother and sister. Right. My wife and my kids give me a different kind of inspiration and always give me all kinds of. All kinds of uh uh you know tips and tricks, and maybe you should turn it and tweak it and do this and that and the other thing, but the childhood that I had with my brother and sister, learning how to cook right next to my mom and dad at the stove or at the grill outside uh you know uh, uh was you know basically what gave me the basis and the start for bringing the flavors that I bring right now, so you know so thankful, so blessed to have all those people you know growing up and in my life. I'm just thankful to them. So I really appreciate you guys having me on. You know, it's it's always an honor to be able to talk about my family uh, and what we do, and uh, you know, to bring the word. So you know, I I love the support from y'all and how you guys support uh, other you know Utah uh, you know makers. Really appreciate
0: it. You're very welcome. Very welcome. I'm.
1: I'm just I'm, glad you came on. Yeah, i lo- like I-, I love talking to passionate people. Yeah. It is so. Yeah, I'll great get a box I'm of flavors
2: soon. Oh, yeah. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. yeah. Chrissy has a final question that she asks everybody that comes through here, Jared. So I'm going to let her ask the question. Thank you so much for uh recording with us, seriously. And, uh, you know, let's catch up down the road. So you're very welcome. Yeah, for let's sure. catch up down the road and hopefully, you know, with things kind of picking back up a little bit more maybe uh hopefully we see you out and about this summer at some of the markets and yeah. uh out and about in Salt Lake and in Utah maybe the Daybreak Farmers Market you know where Yeah, I visit. plan to
2: be uh, Yeah, I plan to do some pop-ups at uh at uh some local stores that carry the product so Very right cool. On. Keep That's an eye out awesome. for that. Awesome.
1: We'll bring bring all of our family. Sweet. Well, before we let you go, seriously, thank you so much. This was so much fun. Um and I'm excited to hear what you say now, but If you could leave our listeners and us with either a motto or a piece of life advice that you live by, what would you tell them?
2: I'll say this, you know, one of the things that my family, my parents taught me, my grandparents taught me, who all who grew up and lived in the South in one of the toughest times in America, you know, through civil rights movement and segregation and and everything was, you know, the golden rule. You know, treat treat someone else how you want to be treated. Treat everybody, you know, with kindness, with love, uh, you know, with an open heart, with an open mind. You don't necessarily have to agree with them, but at least hear them out. And when it comes down to it, we're all family. We all boil back down, you know, to to some family. We're all a human race, you know. So so treat everybody with love and compassion treat everybody how you want to be treated, you know, and and everything gonna work out. So yeah, so that's, that's the one thing that I would try to lead people with, you know, treat everybody with love. And while you're at it, enjoy some good food.
1: Thanks again to Jared Hooker for joining us on this episode of the podcast. All of the links that we mentioned in this conversation can be found with the episode show notes on our podcast website, at I am dot com. And to go straight to this episode, I dot com slash four seven eight. Hey, and before
0: we end this episode, first of all, we got to give some thanks and love to our Patreon supporters. But I want to play this clip really quickly. So after we hung up with Jared, we were chatting with him and uh, we hung up and he was like, oh, my gosh, I forgot to give a shout out to some people. And I know how that is when I go on podcasts and I'm like, oh, I forgot to give a shout out to so and so. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Let's just, I'm going to pull that clip up here right now, actually. Chris, yeah, This I had it is here. our
1: shout-out moment. <laughs> shout-out.
0: On top of the Barbecue Brothers that I have, uh, I also want to
2: uh, give a shout-out and thanks to some podcasts uh, who also are ambassadors for me, like the Hashtag Blackout Podcast, Random Ramblings with Rob, Whatever Man Podcast, Just in Time, and then also uh, a musical artist named Sir John Lee out of California uh, who uh, has been kind enough to let me use his music uh, in a lot of the social media posts that I do, so thankful to those guys as well.
0: Such a rad conversation. Jared was such a great guy too. Uh.
1: He is he is really fun to listen to.
0: Yeah, no, yeah. great conversation.
1: Hey, before we wrap up the week's episode, though, I want
0: to remind everybody that have if you haven't given us a uh, a review in Apple podcast slash iTunes yet. Please do it. It's been a while since we've gotten one. We need to get some love. We need well, to, that's true. uh. If people are still using it. Yeah. Well, I think people are. So, yeah. so go leave us a five star review on Apple podcast. You can also become a Patreon supporter at patreon.com slash I am Salt Lake, which it's the first episode of the month. And that means we go down the list and we give love to, uh, some of our awesome, well, all of our awesome Patreon supporters, really. And we have some awesome Patreon supporters. And I want to thank you guys for, for, Sticking on and uh, being a supporter month really after month.
1: been with us like through thick and thin. You yeah. guys are awesome. Well, you
0: know, this podcast is kind of, it's, it's morphed and changed and, mm-hmm. and done so many different, uh, things through the years that it's, uh, anyway, our Patreon supporters. I love these guys. Hey, so shout out to Jeremy Hunt, uh, Jen Seals, Mark Copeland, Nick Naylor, Brett Schmidt, Todd Bjorkland, Tim Haran, Michelle Stevens Williams, Christopher A Heiser, Brandon Hill, J Chambers, Sana, John Miller, Eric Tomorrow, Nicole Davison, Three Irons SLC. Man, they've been a Patreon supporter for a while. Yeah. Uh, actually 2017 they've been a Patreon supporter since Wow. There's some cool people. Nikki Line and oh from Nikki Line from over in New Zealand. Yeah. And then Ryan Prince. So shout out to uh, our Patreon supporters. Again, go our to Patreon.com Patreon patreon.com slash I am salt lake if you want to become a supporter. And that's gonna do it for this episode. You guys have a great week. Get out and uh, enjoy the city. It's going to be beautiful this week. Support local, and we'll see you next week on the next episode of I Am Salt Lake Podcast.
1: And good night, Grammy.